Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, what up? Welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. I host a radio segment called Nerd Talk. I'm Gregor, and now we're online going extra long. Wow. Uh, he's, he's Brandon. He used to work at Odyssey, making jokes on Twitter now is what he does, and he does this for free. Hi, Brandon. I don't, hi. I don't know how much longer I'll be making jokes on Twitter. Oh yeah, right. You won't. You'll be banned from it unless they're yeah. at the expense of. No, we have an entire segment of this show call, uh, called uh, "Billionaires and Bad Guys," and now one of those billionaire <laughs> bad guys bought Twitter. God, dude. My wife hit me up this morning to be like, "You still gonna use Twitter or what?" And I was like, "Well, it would be an emotional reaction to say that I'm not going to." Sure. And so let's see how it pans out because. It is how I get the main source of attention-seeking taken care of. So <laughs> the, the other thing that I that I uh, I'm thinking about is oh, because now this billionaire is all of a sudden bad. Don't forget about all of the other people who own all of the other social media platforms. And do you still drive cars? It's like yes, I use oil. <laughs> I am supporting very bad people by doing that. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Okay, congratulations yeah, to you. Yeah. Hey, neither of us is a scientist, engineer, or supervillain. Yet. But if you are, Elon, let us know what uh, we get wrong. <laughs> or perhaps even once in a while what we get right. Yeah. If you could do us a favor and tell a friend or spread the word, just whatever. You see social media posts, right. Just go ahead and share that. Or uh, if you are on Apple Podcasts and you find Gregor's Nerd Talk Plus, if you give us a review, five stars, we'd be really grateful you, for that. You can find all of this at nerdtalkplus.com. Because now we have a website. Uh, My man. You can also find our OnlyFans there. <laughs> it is nipply, let me tell you. <laughs> I, uh, you know how um, so OnlyFans got its start as a way for people who did like podcasts or radio shows or like whatever it was to be able to get people to pay them for their content that they were making. Like, uh, you get paid for this because you're a professional. I don't get paid for this because I'm me. Uh, and, uh, and and so, but then it, you know, slowly or quickly drifted into just paying people for <clears throat> feet pics and whatever. Sorry. What was that noise? That was, that was, he's like, let me drink some more seltzer to get that burp down. No, it's not a burp. It's a, a, like a itch in my throat. Yeah. Anyway, so then it like quickly drifted into uh, paying you know, people for feet pics and pictures of their boobies and stuff. Um, But like, sometimes I I, I wonder, could we just, could we actually just start OnlyFans and, and, you know, be the one, well, not the only, but just a couple of nerds in a sea of porn (laughs) collecting money. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in, man. Yeah, great. 
for a minute, this other podcast I listened to, I won't say the name because they're terrible and I don't want people to find it and have it be a reflection on me. But uh, they, for a while, had a OnlyFans partnership that they were doing. And it was like right early in the pandemic before everyone figured out that it instead of being a Patreon, it was going to be a porn site. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, they were like, okay, we'll do this. And so they started an account and they did like three months of advertising for it, but they just put up like content of them podcasting. And it was like very apparent very quickly that that was not that more feet or boobs. Let's yeah, go yeah. gentlemen. I mean, so. we can, if, if, if we need to, we can put feet pics up there too. I just don't think anybody's trying to see that. This is totally unrelated to feed picks, unless you want a really, really close-up view of them, I suppose. But um, I don't know. I'm going to skip that too. I was going to talk about scientists. I just, I just had a thought, and I don't want it to escape me. Yeah. Um, do you see that the CERN, the, the particle accelerator, yeah. <laughs> the particle accelerator in um, Europe that goes between France and Switzerland underground, it crosses the border. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so big. It got restarted today, and will now go on a conquest, or on Friday, I suppose. Um, it got restarted, and now it's going to go on a four-year mission of doing all kinds of science and stuff. And so, finally, we can get back to worrying about whether or not it's going to create dark matter on Earth and mm-hmm. tear open a rift in our space-time continuum. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sweet. That's uh, I have this. Uh, we've I've talked about on this show many mm-hmm. times about some irrational fears that I have. Like one is mm. that uh, we live near a volcano and I'm always concerned that that volcano is just going to one day just be like, all right, here we go. Popping this pimple and <laughs> like destroy half of our state. The other, yeah. uh, the other thing that I'm always concerned about is uh, like, I can't watch a lot of like post-apocalyptic or apocalyptic uh, movies. Like mm. Armageddon's probably the, the best I can get. Cause I know how it ends. Um, but like asteroids, you know, nothing never we can seen do it. about that. Uh, oh, you never, I, I feel like you've never seen it any movie um (laughs) but like asteroids are always something that i'm like look if that if we just if it happens uh we're we're pretty much just boned right like there's not much we're we're gonna do there we're all worried about you know uh all of the things on earth that we're warring over and and fighting over and arguing about on uh twitter r.i.p um (laughs) all of these things that we're talking about i'm like if an asteroid is just gonna come and just be like sucks to suck bro and like ruin it all um, but so, so, you know, we're like sitting here creating this, this large Hadron Collider, right. In order to, uh, uh, create dark matter, do all of these things that we're going to do. <laughs> what, uh, what it does is it accelerates particles and smashes them into each other to right. see what happens. Yeah. Other times where we have smashed or ripped particles apart, it has created nuclear fission or fusion or whatever. Right. And it becomes right. effectively a sun on earth. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, and so now I get another thing to existentially worry about. Uh, and well, let me put one of your worries to bed, Brandon. Okay, and, I, okay. and I appreciate your thought here about how, like, this is self-inflicted. Yeah. This is a uh, this is um, well, like, an unforced doing, air in tennis. Why are we always just doing? Why are we just doing this science to build a big? I mean, sh- shield or something like that around the planet. You know, I mean. Oh, we, we'll get to that here in a okay, second because okay. that's a that's a breakthrough that's coming. But I was just I saw a headline today. Just a quick Google here. I'm reading at uh, spacenews.com. China is going to aim to alter the orbit of a potentially threatening asteroid with a kinetic impactor uh, test. Its plans for planetary defense system. So China looks like they're going to start looking out for everyone's interest by, as if we were the dinosaurs and the asteroid is coming, by smashing something into something. And I always, this is like my favorite type of combat, like just smash something into something else and see what happens and to see if we can, what it will do. Okay. 
I mean, I get it. Good, good for China in this case because yeah. it's um, it's hard to uh, control an economy and possibly, you know, enslave people if all of those people are dead from an asteroid. Um, <laughs> I'm not supposed to laugh at an enslavement joke, but the idea sure. being that it's going to be hard for Xi Jinping to carry out his master plan if there's no one to carry it out over. Got right. It? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, the other thing is that my, my, now my main concern is like, I know that what you're trying to do is dissuade my fears, but because of the anxious brain that I get to have, because I had a coffee afternoon, um, I, Oh, I forgot to drink coffee. Damn it. Oh no, it's good. It's good. Uh, all I, all I can think about is it's going to be like that. Uh, it's going to be like me basically anytime I try to play soccer, which is like kick the soccer ball and then it like bounces off of the post and back into myself. Right. Like China, <laughs> like this asteroid probably is not going to collide with earth, but like whatever China does is definitely going to make it collide with earth you know <laughs> it wasn't gonna hit us but then <laughs> the humans got involved we had to try hey, i want to know something about common experience yeah have you ever been hit in the face with the soccer ball or other object like that that yeah you so many didn't times. see it coming yeah. yeah yeah right um same sensation as when you jump into a pool and you get chlorine up your nose mm, no no, that's what I that's what I experience. Like take a soccer ball off the face, and I'm like, it, yeah. it's like the same rush that of that. Maybe it like hit you in the sinus or something. Like maybe it hit yeah. you in that perfect uh, spot, which your sinuses yeah. actually take up a lot of your face. Uh, Yo, wait, hold on. Is that why I've had sinus problems my entire life? Could this legitimately be it that I just took one too many soccer blasts to right the to the face? Yeah, possibly. I uh, was choosing my words carefully, Brandon. <laughs> Thank you. I wasn't. <laughs> We're not even to the Uranus part of this program yet, so. <laughs> so, speaking of scientists needing to do something to protect the Earth, um, some wacky NASA scientists are looking into launching solar shades into orbit that'll cast shadows on Earth, tele- or excuse me, Earth-based telescopes, in hopes of getting better views into planets beyond our own solar system. If we're going to study the exoplanets, is what they're called, and we want to do it without having to build a bunch of $10 billion space telescopes one way to do it is with existing infrastructure and just creating a dark spot over them so they can see better blocking out starlight i feel like there's a whole simpsons movie that was like a there was a premise of this where mr burns covered up the city with a thing and then yeah um but it it seems very human to then take a twist on this and instead of cleaning up our own behavior like say global warming we like instead just do the more band-aid procedure and like, you know, like, well, I'm not up for election after four more years, so we'll just do the thing that makes me look good now. Yeah. Like a temporary solution for someone else to worry about later. And just use this to build a giant umbrella that we shoot into space to yeah. cool things off a bit here. Like, ah, keep burning all of the gasoline you need. 700 neighbors with giant trucks that rev them right by my house every day because we're going to cool things down artificially. Yeah. It, it, it kind of seems like... Uh this is the science equivalent of doing what I did as a kid, which was like just kind of move my stuff around on the plate a little bit to make it look like I was done. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like I'm not actually eating. I'm not actually fixing the problem, uh, but I've made it look like I've fixed the problem, you know, but that food is still going to be what my dad makes me eat for breakfast tomorrow. Um, and in this <laughs> <Gross>. case, <laughs> dude, cold spaghetti, <laughs> vomit on my sweater already. Uh, that's not how the song goes but um I, I i do feel like we talk about this a lot uh, on this show is is that instead of coming up with solutions to the original problem we come yeah. up with solutions to the problems that we created which then we have to come up with a solution for when that thing doesn't go exactly how we planned 
So we have so little experience, humanity, of having to worry about anything other than getting eaten by a Tyrannosaurus yeah. or whatever. Like, you know, it was only several thousand years ago where we got the ability to, like, let's create a culture or whatever. Like, let's get enough people together that we don't murder each other and we live in We still murder each other, of yeah, course, yeah, but, yeah. like, not mass murder each other. So we can build f- a, picks a city. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they used to be carved from stone. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh, yeah, Whoa. baby. <laughs> <laughs> do a paper, like, a papyrus rub over the top of it like they would do on, like, the Rosetta Stone. Like, oh, yeah. yeah Stonely fans. <laughs> 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 but like forever our big concern was like not killing each other right. and then suddenly like it's hard for people to think about like anything beyond their own lifespan yeah. like well no nah, but i mean i gotta be done by the time the super bowl starts like i can't what are you talking about i got yeah. i got things to do well um, th- think about like my my house that i live in uh was was built over 100 years ago and um and I, I, I was thinking about this actually just yesterday because when we did some renovations in the basement, they had to clean out a bunch of pipes, and then those pipes had a bunch of issues because they're 100 years old. Yeah. Now, when they put those pipes in, they weren't thinking, oh, gosh, what are the people living here in 100 years going to be dealing with? But then you massively like scale that out to entire neighborhoods, entire cities where you're yeah. running water like – uh, everybody in a hot place has is running their sprinkler system, right? Like, yeah. as a society, you're right. Like, we used to just be worried about what animals going to eat us, and now we have to worry about like how much water. Like, oh, me individually, like how, if how I are we going to get to poop out of here? Yeah, if I don't water, my, I, mean, I think we just launch it and build a sunshade out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that? That's a poop shade. <laughs> but like, we didn't have to think about like, oh, if we divert this water source to you know, hundreds of thousands of homes in this town, how is that going to then, like, affect our greater, uh, you know, like, scale of our ecosystem down the road in 100, 200, 300 years? Like, existentially, we we didn't have to think about that because we just had to think about, like, am I going to, is this baby crying in my cave going to make a bear want to come in here and eat us? Yeah, I got to hump it out so we can get some more kids to ma- to make sure that the fields are plowed right. so that way we eat. And we're talking we- within the last 200 years, realistically, that we started to really figure this stuff out as far as yeah. like building cities, towns, things like that. Now, we're not talking about like uh, space anymore and like sending a starshade into uh, yeah. the sky in order to make our telescopes. But like instead of just telling everybody like, hey, use less power so that we get more darkness so that this tele- it's like, no, we have to build a parachute or like a kite that we put into the sky so that we can, you know, make artificial darkness on Earth. Hashtag defund NASA becomes a thing then, and you're like, now we can't even fix the problem like a Band-Aid or the other way. Like We're just going to have to cook our way off the Earth. Maybe Elon will buy NASA. Maybe pull down your pants. We're sending a probe to Uranus, labeled (laughs) as a top priority by the space science community, says a headline at TheVerge.com. We're going to do it. A bottom priority, but yeah. (laughs) What do we find signs of alien life there? We're finally going to probe them back. It's good justice for Farmer Dave down the street. Take that! <laughs> I swear it happened three summers in a row. <laughs> I love. I like the idea that like uh, our revenge on the aliens isn't you know like doing what colonizers do, which is like sharing our diseases with them and hoping that yeah. they spread them and die. It's no, we're going for the butt. <laughs> and we're making a, a stonely fans out of it. And 
<laughs> that maybe that's what we got to do. We just need to introduce them our culture, and then they'll eventually go down the path that we've gone, which is terrible. <laughs> but on a subscription model, for, yeah, definitely, obviously. Yeah. So, so like, why are we? Why are we going to? Uh, why are we going to Uranus? Well. For- <laughs> First of all, I'll say it correctly now. Uh, I keep trying to convince my kid to say it this way, too, because he doesn't know that he's being hilarious. But um, Uranus is, first of all, this is a fun fact about Uranus. It's the second to last planet from the core. Um, and it, at some point in its life, had some sort of catastrophic, catastrophic event where it smashed into something else, they think. And it actually flipped 90 degrees onto its side. And because it had so much gravitational inertia or something like that, it took. it looks like it took a ring of moons with it so the whole system that is uranus turned on its side which is pretty wild um according to the verge.com the new report compiled by planetary scientists that's sending an extra blah 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 um they want to go the uranus orbiter and probe and they want to go out there and check out some of the moons out there and check out the planet's atmosphere so now once you get past like once you get to about Jupiter, there's no longer water ice available because it becomes too cold to be able to even sustain H2O out there, I guess. I don't know how this works at all. But there's like a line there that's just past the asteroid belt that you can no longer do that. So the type of stuff that we would find out there isn't necessarily water ice, at least on the surface. It would be something else, but it could then be turned into fuels to search beyond our solar system or to understand how the whole thing formed. And again, this is like a long-term type thinking where like, you know, we can't stop each other from, you know, talking crap to each other on the internet or from Nuking street each other. Ra- yeah. or street racing one another. Yeah. <laughs> we can't stop these simple problems. <laughs> Going to Uranus seems like a big stretch, but hey, okay. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're in for the Uranus stretch. Okay. Um, now, big stretch. <laughs> the, my, my, as you're saying all of this stuff that's smart and the reason that we're doing it, all I can think about is some, <laughs> NASA scientist who gets to put on his Tinder profile that he is uh, researching Uranus probe. <laughs> Just trying to make a pretty sweet UOB, everybody. <laughs> Are you Those an alien? Because I'm trying to get it in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I um, I just can't resist. I, I like will always be a Neanderthal when it comes to making Uranus jokes. So like, I just couldn't, I couldn't like, like even my boss is like, listen, the the dick and fart humor is like below us. Or yeah, he hasn't yeah. told, he hasn't had to stop me from doing it. But even then, I see the Uranus jokes, yeah, and yeah. I'm like. Yeah, this is happening. Yeah. We're, we're shout going out, for it. Shout out to your boss right now. Sub <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Now, uh, the uh, the thing about the fact that the planet is named what it's named uh, <laughs> makes me think that uh, you, you ever do this where like you have there's something that you can be doing that you realize will last for a lot like beyond <laughs> beyond your own lifetime right where, yeah like, it's like the michael scott episode or the office episode where michael scott's going to put his face into the cement and he has to figure out what he's going to do right like because it's drying and quick 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 i gotta yeah. come up with something it's gonna yeah. last forever yeah. yeah yeah i'm gonna name it after the the poop part of the, of the yeah. body so kind of like that it's like it's like how can you prank the future <laughs> by by uh doing something funny like um like we've talked about on this show before i found a gun 
done in my house uh, when we were yeah. doing that same remodel in the basement. Uh, hey, did you put anything into the walls when you guys remodeled? Well, you that's what I'm thinking. I, sh- I didn't, and I should have because I feel Dude, like there you was should have some... put some like, crazy dildo in there or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's like totally inappropriate. And, like... He's just remodeling. It's like what? But that's the but that's so so basically. I think a crazy dildo. Is it too late? <laughs> a crazy dildo in the wall is the equivalent of the guy who named Uranus, however long ago. <laughs> <laughs> he was there's like, like, he was like to, what's there's this no QR point code? here yeah there's no point here oh, but it's in a free the video future. on OnlyFans <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just oh, a whoa. guy with his feet being carved I don't I don't get it <laughs> I want to say something but it's just going to expose me as being a creep so I'm just going to not I'm just going to move on <laughs> off air <laughs> I'll tell you a, a funny okay Sweet. Um, which way do you want to go, buddy? Do you want to go? Um... I I want to go toward a gorilla. Okay, great. A gorilla at the Lincoln Park Zoo in Chicago is having his screen time cut. <laughs> Too much TikTok, my man. I get it. My my screen time on the on the app comes up every week, and I'm like, oh TikTok, you're killing me, bro. <laughs> anyway, Amare, the eastern lowland gorilla, is obsessed with visitors taking selfies. He loves seeing himself in the in the screen of people holding up their phones, right? And uh, I, I, thought, I thought he was like, spending too much time on monkey fans. <laughs> Stonely fans. <laughs> You're, um, so yeah, he's not the, he, he's recognizing that uh, the lady with the, taking the, the duck faced selfie photos isn't the only influencer out there. He also watches, enjoys watching YouTube, but I don't know how people hear about this, but then they start showing him things. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, who doesn't want to sit down for some YouTube and get lost into that, right? Right. Um, but the bigger problem is that he's so distracted by the glow of these screens that he failed to see another gorilla moving in to attack him for dominance. And, like, you're already keeping him confined in this, like, tiny little space to then, um, to then, I don't know, take away his natural instincts to protect right. himself. It's right. pretty weak, dude. Yeah. How, um, how much of the time that we've spent online, now that I'm thinking about it, is keeping us, like... Like now, I'm just going to be constantly looking over my shoulder, hoping that nobody's coming in to attack me for dominance. Like my son right now is napping upstairs, and if I if I am spending too much time talking to you on here, what's yeah. going to happen? Like I, I'm not going to know that he's coming at me with a shank. <laughs> he's got his like passy sharpened up. <laughs> yeah. He's ready to go, bro. This is my house now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's just me and mom, <laughs> me and the, me and the boobs. That's it, dude. <laughs> it's a very Oedipus. Oedipus. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so the question is, what then? Sorry. No, I mean like, uh, like how is is our screen time? Is the is oh. what what of our instincts are being changed or adapted or evolved? Honestly, on- I got distracted by by screen telling me that my kid is moving around in this room. That's why that's what happened there. So <laughs> you make a very valid point here. Yeah, I like. I remember. I'm old enough to remember being a kid without the internet, and like, at some point, TV sucked so bad that you just went outside. And I don't like. What did people do before like 1965? Like, did you just like? I, huff paint or something like i don't understand what people well based on the fact that there's a bunch of lead paint disclosures and every <laughs> sale that you have to make on a house built before 1978 i think ni- yeah. maybe it wasn't 1965 <laughs> it was <it's> 1978 
I explain some of the politicians these days, I guess. Though. Yeah. Now, now I'm just like wondering: did it? Was he just? Did he just like watching any video on YouTube, or was there like a specific style? Like he loved watching, like uh, I like Totals Kid, right? Or like did he? Did he like watching? I don't know. Like instru- he's a big Twitch streamer. He yeah, just like loves yeah. watching people play yeah. '80s NES games. Yeah, it's like. This one guy with four fingers that can't beat Punch Out is driving me crazy. You Brandon. think that people are just showing him? Uh, do you think people are just showing him like clips of Planet of the Apes, and like <laughs> and like just trying to see how he reacts to that? I wonder if they're showing him videos of himself, maybe. Oh, maybe. Because I'm sure there's pl- plenty of them out there. If he's getting distracted enough by selfies, maybe they're showing him yeah. stuff. Yeah, anyway, he's got like a real screen time problem, and um, they're going to have to cut back his exposure to it by making a barricade that keeps people away from the glass. It happens that his favorite perch point is right by the glass, too, mm. and so he sees people all the time, so they're going to have to change the exhibit until he displays different behavior, which wow. is... Yeah, that's uh, we wild. know how well barricades work for gorillas and zoos, <laughs> so I'm sure that won't be a problem. R.I.P. Harambe. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Bummer. Uh, and YouTube-related news, a YouTuber whose plane crashed while filming, uh, crashed in, like, <laughs> quotes or whatever, he could be in some serious trouble after the FAA determined that he crashed the plane on purpose. He's a, for, a former Olympian called Trevor Jacob, and he said he was on his way to spread his friend's ashes when the engine went out and he had to ditch the airplane into the into the side of a cliff in the mountains of California. The FAA noted that he didn't call for help, try to restart the engine, and the door was already open ahead of his parachute jump to safety. He basically immediately got called out like right away by everybody being like, this is fake, you're doing this for views. And it seems to have worked. What he's lost for certain out of this is his pilot's license. The FAA has uncertified him. Uh, not not sure yet if there will be any significant serious fine or whatever, but whoa. There has to be, right? I like. I don't know if there's like... I don't know if they can like I don't know if there has to be like a burden of proof or something like that yeah. but like just the just breaking the rules of like the engine is out call for help that I could see them yeah decertifying him for that but uh, Now now this is what I'm thinking about the fact that you and I right now are spending yeah, our real time we both have yeah. children we're spending our limited time on this earth doing this. This guy has <laughs> already become an Olympian and decided that the best way for him to get a t- attention was to fake, well, I mean, really crash his plane, but like, you know, stage this accident uh, in order to get views on YouTube. Like, I saw someone being like, it's only a $75,000 plane. And I'm like, dude, what? I would kill for $75,000 anything right Come now. Come on, man. Uh, well, and now I guess all I'm trying to say is like, are we going about this wrong? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, sh- right? exactly. should, should we should we be doing this? <laughs> Did you might notice some weird noise today on an all new Nerd Talk Plus. We're live from the seat of an airport. Uh-oh, oh, no. going out. <laughs> help! Help! Oh no! <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have my pilot's license. I will get my pilot's license and then lose it. I don't. I'm gonna start right back at at zero, right? Like I, I'm right back where I started. But maybe I'll have a bunch of views on YouTube, and I might be dead. I, so I, I forever wanted to learn how to fly, and yeah. then I went up in a small plane with a pilot, like an instructor. Yeah. Uh, shout outs to Karate Craig, and um, we were flying around, and like when you suddenly lose about twenty feet of elevation, Oof. just like without explanation. Yeah. Uh, 
not nah, it's I mean, suddenly i was like not, oh this is it's not great in a plane like in a like yeah. in a commercial jet like let alone yeah. i mean i did one of those uh seaplane rides from yeah sure. I went, we went from uh where did we go from like seattle to victoria and we cool. did it, uh, both directions it was awesome it was amazing i had the pleasure um and you know, I've already talked about my existential and on the pilot. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, I had the pleasure of sitting in the front, the very front seat yeah. of this thing, and um, of course, like the the dildo that I am is so worried about everything. Um, it, I'm looking at all of the gauges and stuff. I've never flown a plane, never sat in the front of a plane, and looking at everything and being like, "Oh, it, this looks bad." This this I should should I tell the should I tell her about this the pilot should I, should I should I tell her about this am I about to mansplain that I think that we should check on if we have enough gas in this plane before we get to Victoria <laughs> like it, I obviously didn't say anything because I'd rather die than confront a person um, but like there is so much in a plane that can go wrong that she wasn't worried about. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to sit here and poop my pants for the next two hours uh, while I fly to Canada. Was it two hours? It w- I don't remember. It was something like I want to do that. Yeah, it was super yeah, fun. Absolutely, do it. Better than and the same company that did it. So it was better than taking the boat version of that because as mm-hmm. cool as that sounds to take it out on the open water and like take a, a big you know gigantic catamaran basically up to uh, yeah. up to Canada. Uh, I've also heard that you just have to get so loaded up on Dramamine to make sure that you don't go get seasick that it, it just kind of ruins the entire experience. Oh, for real? Because my yeah. wife is tremendously motion sick in cars and stuff like that, and she's yeah. doing that trip in a couple months on the boat. Yeah, and she's Don't like, I won't take the seaplane because I'll get too sick. Yeah, no, dude. Yeah. I, the the reason that we took the seaplane was because we were warned about that, and the seaplane, like, yeah, there is a lot of motion in it still. Like you're, like we talked about uh, being in the seven three seven and and having a drop of twenty feet in turbulence, like, still feels like a big bump when you're in one of these tiny planes. It's it's still very very crazy <laughs> like i mean more crazy oh, than that obviously yeah because yeah. you're like you realize that there's a sheet of aluminum between you and death like right outside right. it's nuts dude right uh to the point about the the dials and stuff like that riding around with this flight instructor he's like so this is this and here's the redundancy for it and this is that and here's the oh wait hold on flick 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 like trying to make the thing work you know and he's like yeah it's okay we got a backup <laughs> and he just keeps going and i'm like this is not this is not okay do you think i'm not that's okay one with of those things of like again pranking people like do you think that that's one of those things that you just be like oh it's working fine but i'm gonna I, I don't. So there was a kid that worked at the airport. Like lots of times, like to get the flight time or whatever, you you work at the airport yeah. up at Payne Field. There was a kid that was working there, and he was a listener, and he knew I was coming up. So he was like, "Hey, can I come along?" And, yeah, sure, sure. So I'm like twenty year old kid, or whatever. And so he's up there with us, and he's just watching me every time something happens. And like I just hear him go, "Ha!" Every time the guy, like you know, he's not being mean about it, but he yeah. can he can do the math on a, see my brain processing through the problem and the panic <laughs> that's going into my head, and then him being like, "This is funny." Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, um, okay. So uh, now the uh, robot dogs are patrolling the locked in time ancient city of Pompeii. Oh, good. They've employed one of these headless robot machines. Um, to go, if you don't remember, it was uh, because you weren't there, obviously. Pompeii is buried and preserved in volcanic ash from when Mount Vesuvius exploded a gajillion years ago. Yeah. Now to keep people from doing typically human things like desecrating sacred sites, they're uh, adding a patrol bot dog to the area and a flying drone to survey 
both to see what people have done and to try and deter people from doing things. So we're now just in full-on robot security mode to protect historic sites or whatever. I, I guess I didn't realize uh, I've never been to Pompeii. Uh, definitely wasn't there when Mount Vesuvius uh, exploded, yeah, right. so thank you for that. Um, yeah. I guess I didn't realize it makes sense that, you know, it exploded, all of the people died, blah, blah, blah. A lot of things got kind of stuck in place from the way that the ash and all of that had fallen. Was it Vesuvius? Is that what it was? I think so, yeah. Like it's Mount Vesuvius. Um, now, what I was a little bit... I guess what I didn't understand or didn't realize, but it makes a lot of sense, is that you wouldn't be allowed to just like all willy. It's probably like a national park, right? You're like you're not just like allowed to willy nilly walk through all of these like statues of people frozen in time or like whatever it is, right? Um, yeah. But so so I guess that that makes a lot of sense because is it is Pompeii in Italy? Is that where it's at? Mm. Uh, yeah, it's near Naples or yeah. Sorrento. Yeah. So were they just like oh? shoot yeah sweet instant museum like awesome like this i mean not awesome obviously but like oh here's a mother that's that's covering her child so they don't both die they're both dead like you yeah, should cool. charge five bucks for this <laughs> but like I, I i mean i guess that makes sense now I, I i wish that we didn't have to patrol it with the rope like i'm now i'm just imagining like hiking through mount rainier national park and then all of a sudden like robo dog jumps out and is like you good? Like, yes, yes, thank you, RoboDog. Bark, bark. <laughs> bark, bark. I am wild animal. Bark. Move along. <laughs> Fear for your life, caveman. Yeah. Bark, bark. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess uh, Vesuvius exploded not just in 1944. That was before that. In 79 AD yeah. is when Pompeii was buried by the eruption of yeah. Mount Vesuvius. So. Um, it says that if you want to visit, it can take two uh, take a two-hour tour and two to three hours on your own to properly investigate the whole thing. So I could see why you'd need a drone to fly the perimi- yeah. perimeter if you were going to – or the whole premises, rather, if you were going to make a visit yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I just – like there's this uh, – now there's just the vision in my mind of like being in a national park or being in one of these like historic places and just having it buzzing with drones. So there's this new um, – football league uh, uh, that's like trying i don't know if they're trying to challenge the nfl or whatever but it's it's another professional american yeah. football league right sure and whatever, they're yeah. trying to do all of these different things with broadcast to give themselves a name and to like make a name anyway one of the now things in 90 right exactly right now in the in the multiverse um but one of the things that they're doing is like they are using drones with cameras on them in order to like their fault like things that you would never see in professional uh, other professional leagues right they just haven't started yeah. them yet but they'll like fly behind the play with a drone but then when you watch it you can hear this like faint not even faint it's just like loud humming the entire time because these these drones have to spin their rotor so quickly and there's four of them typically or or even more so quickly in order to be able to stay aloft so you have these mostly empty stadiums with these incredibly loud drone cameras. And it's like, instead of using the audio from another camera somewhere else, they're still using the audio from the camera that's on the drone. And so it just made me think of like walking through a national park or something. And just always in this, this distance talk about, you know, the, the light that we now have to drown out so that our telescopes can see into deep space. You, now you have to drown out the, in the background when you're just trying to like take a, pretty selfie with a gorilla that you found in Mount Rainier National Park somehow. I say you combine the two and you make like 
players for each team that are drones. Yes. And if the quarterback can like knock the drone down from yeah. you know fifty yards or whatever, like that's worth some points or something. Dude, like Robo that. dog, so. Robo dog, <laughs> perfect on defense. <laughs> he air can jump up and grab. <laughs> it's it's Airbud. It's it's Robo Airbud. It's the only way that yeah. Golden I retrievers that are you dumb. Have, like, <laughs> You have like drone nerds with the goggles on on the sidelines, and they're like controlling the wide receivers, and then like the other side is controlling the robo dogs to go and. See, this just gets us back to like we, what we've talked about. We're just reverse engineering things that we've already like like people that are talking about these Ubers that you know they follow a pre-planned route every day, and you can get on and off wherever you want. It's like that's a bus. We've done that. We've done buses before. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, but now you have to pay a subscription for it. It's like, yeah, that's a bus pass. I get it. Like, we know what these are. Yeah, but now it's a Tesla. It's like, okay, all right. That's- but, Brandon, the thing that you're not addressing is how the it's perceived, though, is that it, bus is for the poors right, and right. and scheduled Uber is for the elites. So. Right, obviously. But so, yeah. but at the same way, we're just, we're just recreating battle bots at this point in this new football league that we're talking about. Hey, you know what a letdown? BattleBots was like so awesome, and I know the work that goes into making yeah. the BattleBots robots, but there was never anything like any actual super cool smashing. Right. Like, there was never like a hammer that hit and then like pieces went everywhere. Yeah. It almost feels like they need to be made out of like weaker materials and then like um, with like explosives in them. <laughs> so they get hit wrong or something like that. They're like, <laughs> like Angry, angry make- Bird style. It's like if you hit the TNT in the right spot, the whole thing explodes. It's like yeah. every, every, everybody should have a weak, a weak point. Uh, and it should be like, you know, all of the professional racing that, uh, you know, NASCAR, F1, like yeah. even, even bike racing, there's a lot of standards about, you know, every bike has to, you know, use the same yeah. materials for the, mo- every car has to be ba- built basically the same way. There's variants, but they still have to be built basically the same way. It's like, you could ensure a very entertaining bout if you said like, look, you can be as creative as you want, but it has to be made out of, you know, aluminum. Or whatever eggshells, right? Yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. See, now we're talking because it was always like there was all this hype around it, and then it was always kind of like, well, yeah, I guess whatever. Okay, well, let's end on a a little bit of a happier note, I suppose. Um, the UK has passed new rules that'll allow you to watch TV while your car autopilots you where you're going. Now, there's not a lot of specifics yet. This is going to be huge for a lot of us because that's like 20 to 60 minutes of TV each way on your commute or whatever for a lot of people. There, there are no cars that are legally allowed to drive with autopilot yet, but people figure out how to unlock the Tesla ones, it seems like, from time to time. And it's like it's out there. It's just not Legal allowable or, yet. Yeah. But once that gets switched on, once we get to level four, whatever it is, yeah, there, then the, you'll be able to, at least in the UK, be able to actually watch your Netflix or whatever it is that you do and keep up with your entertainment. Or in my case, I would like want to go to sleep because <laughs> yeah. I don't get enough rest. So yeah. if I could just like curl up, if I don't have to pilot the car at all, just make it super comfy or like a mobile bathtub or something like that for my wife to be able to relax <laughs> on her way home. Yeah, this is yeah, I mean, a lot the, of sloshing, the, but you could like play FIFA, you could like sit in the back and like play your video games or uh I I don't know. I mean, we all know what most <laughs> yeah, people are going to do. <laughs> we know. <laughs> yeah, we all know. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to start an auto tenting business where it's like hit the auto tent. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's uh it's it's interesting that they're already like approving these things without the car itself being approved. It's like it's like we have we've approved, you know, 
nuclear bullets, but there's not a gun yet that can shoot a nuclear bullet. So it, there's no danger in approving that thing. Well, there's no legal gun that can sure. shoot it at yeah. least. <laughs> <laughs> well, same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's. I think that maybe it's. Um, I could read more, obviously, if I wanted to, but it was maybe it's a idea that like if you start saying what the rules are going to be, then people can start developing to them. Mm. And so if you say like, yeah, we're going to allow that, then they can be like, oh, cool. So we're going to make cars with a focus on screens. So rather, or how do we make how do we make a windshield that can be an actual both screen and windshield yeah. so you can watch a show? Well, it's like rather than than building an entire city and running water pipes to all of them you mean that they're actually putting some forethought into how they develop these things it really truly is every time i think about um stoners being like pontificating about nonsense or whatever yeah. i always think about plumbing being the most incredible thing because i mean it's like listen the, the invention of uh like they say it's like one of the most consequential inventions to um like society ever yeah because you you started to figure out how to get disease away from the people. Right. When you got us away from our own waste, then suddenly we could live a lot longer and be a lot less disease. Yeah. Or if you could, you know, if you could have, yeah. a, if you could bathe and get the bacteria, the bad bacteria away. Yeah. Like, you're right. It's of the mo highest consequence, which right. I think is cool. Right. Anyway, I look forward to being able to, um, my car will, will already sort of drive me. Yeah. With the lane assist and the adaptive cruise control, I like I, it's not enough to be able to like do things on my phone without scaring the bejesus sure. out of myself. Yeah. But like on that stretch of I5 that I'm driving home, I can like it's I get that it's not the safest method and people shouldn't do this, but like if I'm like what's that? I don't like yeah. pay the price for it nearly as much. Right. And so shout outs to Subaru free yeah. plug. There you go. Maybe maybe you can just uh what you can do. This is our opportunity right now is crash it into a cliff while live streaming and jump out in parachute so we can get some more, uh, I don't know, get some more ears on this show. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, that, on that note, that brings us to the end of the program, and it's time for a feature called What Did You Learn This Week? After all, this is a very heady show. Brandon, anything, you learned anything this week? I learned that... I honestly learned that Uranus is 90 degrees askew because uh, with all of its moons because of a crazy like collision that it had like honestly I, I learned that and I have so many questions one of its oh, is it, I think it's actually Neptune yeah 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 Uranus is on its side it's wild so we got a a set of planets that glow in the dark to hang from your ceiling for my kiddo and um and we got him out and he was like uh dude Uranus isn't um it's not on its side and I was oh, like, I thought you were going to have the opportunity to call your kid an idiot and be like, yeah, well, it's actually supposed to be this way. And he was actually calling you an idiot. No, he was calling the toy maker an idiot. Oh. He was like, why didn't they make it the right way? And I was like, um, I don't know, but I fixed, I figured out how to do it yeah. and hang it up so it's on its side. And he yeah. loves it. And he was like, you know what I think it is? I think it's because when they made this, Voyager 2 hadn't been there yet. I was like, you are four. You are not supposed to know knowledge like that. You're I mean, he's also an idiot because he's wrong, but I yeah, mean, right, <laughs> that, that yeah. thought process is just... <laughs> they did make this toy within the last year. <laughs> so, uh, Gregor, yeah. what did you learn this week? Oh, man. Jeez. Um, I feel like I did all the talking this week, so I feel like I, um, I kind of drove this thing around, but... Uh, you know what I learned? I learned from a gorilla that I need to keep an eye over my shoulder for my four-month-old. 
for the dominance, the battle for dominance in your house. Yeah. At what age do you think your child will be more dominant over you in your own home? Oh, that's dude, the question. That's, a, that's question of the week right there. <laughs> what age do you? What at what age do you uh, abdicate your dominance to your offspring? <laughs> Uh, you know what I learned this week, Brandon, was that if you want a lot of views, uh, just do something good enough that they can't find you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't take my pilot's license if I don't have one. Nerd talk, nerd talk, talking about nerd talk, yeah! Join us Tuesdays live on the Odyssey app at 10 a.m. for Gregor's Nerd Talk Plus, and then always find the... Um, podcast version of it wherever you get your podcast like the odyssey app what do you know or like nerdtalkplus.com yeah nerdtalkplus i always forget thanks brandon appreciate that all right bye see ya why why if you have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.